God's got a word for us. He's got an encouraging word for us. How many of you could be encouraged today? You could take a little more encouragement from the Lord and encouragement from the word. Well, I was preparing this message to preach last Sunday and obviously that didn't happen. And this week the Lord's just been adding and adding and adding to it. So hopefully it won't be a two-hour message, but we're going to just, we're going to hit the points I know that the Holy Spirit wants us to emphasize today. I was praying a couple of weeks ago, and you know we are approaching the Easter season, and as that time of the year begins to happen, I love to meditate on what Christ's death and what His resurrection means to us as believers. And as I was meditating on that and just waiting in the presence of the Lord, this old song, the words just begin to roll around in my heart. And it just uh, means more and more to me, I think, as the years go by. But the words to it are this. We are, it's this song, I think, is called More Than Conquerors. It says, we've been made more than conquerors, overcomers in this life. We've been made victorious through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that word overcomers just got really big on the inside of me. God deals with, you know, different ministers, different ways. He deals with, with believers in a different way, how he speaks to you, how he encourages you. But sometimes I just get a word. And then I'm like, that's a good word. Lord, what are we supposed to do with that? And it's like, build a sermon from that. That's what came up in my heart. So we're going to talk today about overcomers. Point to your neighbor and say, you're an overcomer. Now I know situations happen in life that sometimes we feel like the overcomed and not the overcomer. But I'm here today to remind you who you are in Christ Jesus. He, our Lord Jesus, it says that He has made us more than conquerors. That words to that song. It'd be great if we were a conqueror. It would be great if we were an overcomer. But He has made us more than conquerors. He's added that word, that little extra in there. Woo! That even makes it a stronger uh, statement. Probably some of you have heard this illustration and pastors given it many times. I can't improve on it. So I'm going to start my message with this illustration again. And it is an illustration about a, a boxer who's going to fight for the heavyweight championship title. Well, we know that he trains, he prepares, and all of this stuff that, that he has to do to get in shape for this big match. Well, the day finally comes of the big boxing match. And his wife decides that she's going to stay home with the little kids and watch it on television in the comfort of her own home. So her husband, I got to take this off. It's beating the pulpit. That was pretty though, right? That's pretty, very pretty. Liz, you gave me this. You and your sister years ago. Anyhow. <laughs> So in, in the middle, of, I interrupted myself. Let's see. We'll get back on. 
So anyhow, the day of the big fight finally comes. So he goes to the arena and he boxes his little heart out and he wins the championship. At the end of the bout, they hand him the championship belt. He's holding that up. And then they give him a million dollar check. And he has conquered his opponent. He became the heavyweight champion of the world. Yay! Well, then he goes, takes his shower, gets in his car, drives across town, comes home. His wife is still just relaxing on the couch. And he hands her the million-dollar check. His wife just became more than a conqueror. She didn't have to get in the ring and fight. She didn't have to train. She didn't have to do any of that. But now she has the money, honey. She's got the check. She got the purse. And that is exactly what Jesus did for us. He conquered death, hell, and the grave. We didn't have to do anything. We didn't have to go whip the devil. Jesus did it for us. And once he did that, then he handed us the check. And he said, write your own ticket for with God. All that I have done, all that I have provided is now at your disposal. So today I drop by to encourage all of us with these wonderful scriptures of what Jesus has done for us. And we're going to see it from the Word of God. He's made us more than conquerors. We are overcomers in this life. Let's begin by looking at 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. And I want to read these out of the Passion, this particular passage. You see... Every child of God, every child of God. Do you see that? Every child of God. How many children of God do we have in the house today? Well, some of you didn't raise your hand. We'll make sure and give a salvation altar call later. Every child of God overcomes the world. For faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. Verse 5. So who are the world conquerors defeating its power? Those who believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Do you believe that? Well, then point to yourself and say, I'm a world overcomer. Jesus made me a world overcomer. Now, I know that things look bad in the world right now. I know there's wars happening. You know, in Ukraine especially, our heart goes out to those precious people. I know things are happening with our economy. I know what the price of gas is. I went to fill up my car the other day, and it was only at half a tank. And I'm like, whoa. Thank you, Lord. You meet all my needs according to your riches and glory, right? One of my friends on Facebook put a post on and he said, I just got back from a very expensive trip. I went to the gas station. (laughs) So we know that things in the natural are not looking great, but we also know, yay, in all these things, 
all, everybody say all. all. We are more than conquerors. He causes us to triumph in every situation. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed out begging for bread. I don't care what the price gets to be. Our God does supply all of our needs. I don't care how much we have to pay for a loaf of bread. And I don't care if he has to send a raven to feed me steak off of somebody's table. I'm going to take it. He will meet our needs we have to believe that we have to know that we have to settle that we have to stay in faith concerning it we can't operate in fear in this day and in this age fear will eat your lunch your breakfast and your dinner don't let fear in we are people of faith the only fight that we are called to fight is the fight of faith Jesus whipped the devil, but these promises and the provision that he won for us, they don't just fall on us. We have to contend for them. You and I are in a fight, but it's a good fight. It's a fight of faith, and it's a fixed fight. It's one that we win, and we win every single time. Can I get an amen? The battle has been won, but we still have to show up for the fight. If we don't show up with our faith, our tenacity, our steadfastness, our perseverance, if we don't show up for the fight, we lose by default. Default is just simply not showing up. But we're showing up. Amen? We're not going to take what the devil's trying to do in our lives or in our nation. We're going to use our faith. We're going to open our mouth and we're going to declare what the word declares. First John 4, 4. Praise the Lord. You are of God, little children. Here's that wonderful word again. And have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he that is in the world. That's a good thing to say. I said that as I was driving to church today. I was opening my mouth. I was making good confessions. I was saying the joy of the Lord is my strength for one thing. I got up and drank coffee out of my joyous essential mug because I wanted to be reminded. I got strength even if I got one hour less sleep. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I am anointed and I am appointed to preach the gospel for this hour. And I added this which you should say every day. Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. I don't care how big, bad, and ugly the devil is trying to appear and all the stuff he's trying to do. The fact still remains. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I overcome in every single situation, in every single circumstance. Hallelujah. The glory to God. Jesus did not just overcome 
for himself. He obviously won the victory. But it wasn't just for him. He did it for us. For you and for me. And the victorious one. When we declare his lordship. He moves in. He takes up residence in us. Every single person that calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Every single person that says, Jesus, you are my Lord. Come and live on the inside of me. Immediately, the greater one lives and dwells inside of every believer. It's not just a good confession. It is a reality. Well, what is he greater than? Greater than the devil? Greater than any of his plots, plans, or strategies? Greater than any of his weapons? The Bible says no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. It doesn't say that weapons aren't going to come. We had a weapon formed against the Thomas household this week, but it did not prosper. Pastor's coming out of this stronger than ever. Hallelujah. He'll be here next Sunday shouting the victory. Glory be to God. Every one of us have weapons that come against us, but when we take that stand of faith, when we take the word of God, if you have to literally, and I have done this in years past if something was attacking our our household I've literally I have a bigger Bible at home put it on the floor and said God I'm standing on your word I am literally going to stand on your word to show the devil I'm standing on the promises of God standing on the promises I shall not fail though the howling winds of doubt and fear a cell. By the living word of God, I shall what? Prevail. Because I'm standing on the promises of God. Hallelujah. So no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Listen to 1 John 4, 4 out of the Amplified. Little children, you are of God. You belong to him. I love that. And have already defeated and overcome them. The agents of the Antichrist. You know what? There is an Antichrist spirit at work in the world today. I don't know who the Antichrist is. I don't know if he's alive. He probably is. But regardless, that spirit... Is working on the scene. But this says. Hallelujah. We've defeated. And we've overcome. The agents of the Antichrist. Because he who lives in you is greater. He's mightier than he in the world. I think that deserves a shout. So I can take a drink of water. Hallelujah. (laughs) That phrase, you belong to him. That just touched my heart when I read that. You belong to him. It just came, oh, just think about that. I am his and he is mine. And his banner over me is love. (laughs) 
Remember that little Sunday school song? I'm his. Think about that. You've been marked. You've been branded as a child of God. I don't know how you feel about tattoos, but I do know about brands. (laughs) Grew up, of course, on a farm in Oklahoma, and my dad's name was John Edwards. And so he had to develop his own little brand. You had to, when you got a new calf, bought it or it was born, you had to put your brand on it in case it got out of the pasture and got in someone else's field. And the, his brand, it was like a little J and then three lines that looked like an E. And he'd stamp those cows. And it was many a time. One would get out, be on the road, be in our neighbor's pasture. And people were really honest back in the day. And they would call and they say, Mr. Edwards, we have one of your cows. We see your brand on it. This cow belongs to you. Well, you and I are not cows, but we are children of the king. And he has branded his stamp on your heart. And in the realm of the spirit, the devil comes and tries to attack, but he sees that brand. Child of God. Maybe his brand is, my dad's was a J-E. Maybe his is a J-C. I don't know. But this brand is on your spirit. We are marked. Hallelujah. We are marked by God. I am his and he is mine. Hallelujah. I belong to him and he belongs to me. We're part of the kingdom of God. We're on the winning side. We're in the family of God. Glory be to God. The kingdom of God which cannot and will not be shaken. The kingdom of God that cannot be overcome or defeated. Of course, we've already stated that the attacks are going to come. But so what? Let them come. You know what? We're just building a testimony. You can't have a testimony without going through a test. The first four letters of testimony, I heard this from Pastor Nancy. It was a revelation. The first four letters of testimony are test. I wish it didn't come that way, but that's how we build a strong testimony. We're working, some of you right now, you're working on a testimony. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you. You ought to have this attitude. Pastor Ken Hagen, he has said this for years, not just said it. We've seen the Hagens live by this. I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. You know how you win sometimes? You win just by showing up. You win just by not quitting and having the winner's attitude. We can't be an overcomer if we haven't come over some things. Listen to these definitions of overcome. To gain the superiority. To be victorious. To overcome difficulties or obstacles. Well, can you see yourself in any of those definitions? Have any of you overcome some difficulties or obstacles? Let me hear you raise a hallelujah. 
Well, the good news is you're still here. So you came over it. Hallelujah. Woo. You gained the superiority. You are victorious. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We know that the devil is defeated. But we also know that we have to enforce his defeat. As long as we are here in this life, we're going to have to use our authority and we're going to have to show up and say, the battle's already been won. I'm not taking that devil. One time somebody came to Brother Hagen and they said, would you pray for me? I want you to pray that I'll never have any more trouble with the devil. He looked them square in the face like he did and said, what? You want me to pray that you'll die? Because that's the only way in this life that you're not ever going to have any more trouble with the devil. But this is not a sad word. This is a good word. Hallelujah. He told us how to overcome in every situation. Jesus said this over in John 16, 33. And I want to read this out of the Amplified. This is what he said. I have told you these things so that in me... You may have perfect peace and confidence. Now, this is the part that we could get sad about, but we're not going to. In the world, you have tribulations, trials, distress, and frustration. If we ended there, we'd go, oh, that's sad. Didn't end there. There's a but. When you see a but in the Bible, you need to stop and find out what it's there for. Amen? But... Be of good cheer. Woo! Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it. I like that word. Deprived it of power to harm you. I have conquered it for you. Woo! Another shout. <laughs> In the world, folks, we're going to have some tribulation. Don't stop there. Be of good cheer. Woo! Jesus has overcome it for us. Hallelujah. As long as we're in the world, we're going to face some tests and trials. There's going to be opportunity to be frustrated. But the Bible tells us over in first Peter, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. You shouldn't be like, oh, I can't believe it. The devil attacked me. I can't believe it. He's trying to attack my finances. <gasps> How could this be? I'm a child of God. The Bible says, don't think it's strange as long as we're in the world. These things are common to man. But it also says, with every temptation and every stress and every test over in Corinthians, God has provided a way of escape. In the Amplified, it says, provided a way to a safe landing place. Woo! Hallelujah! We're not moved by the test. We're only moved by what Jesus tells us. And he didn't just say that the tribulations and the tests were coming, but he told us the outcome. I have deprived it of its power 
to harm you. Don't you like that? He's taken the sting out of it for us. And then he also said, when you're here in the world, I have given you peace, 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 perfect peace. Even in the midst of uproar and all this stuff maybe going on in your life. Jesus said, I have given you the peace of God that passeth all understanding. How can you have peace in the midst of difficulties? You can have peace because we know the outcome. We know the Prince of Peace. I am His and He is mine. The Prince of Peace lives on the inside of me. And I have peace because I know know he always causes me to try up I know exactly how this is going to turn out this is going to turn around for my good hallelujah another scripture that verifies this second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 again out of the amplified but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumph always leads us in triumph as trophies of Christ's victory. And through us, he spreads and he makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere. You are a trophy of Christ's victory. And this says he always, not sometimes, not once in a while, always, every single time, he leads us in victory. And I like this. And, and excuse me. Makes evidence the fragrance of the knowledge of God. You may have been around somebody that was dying with sickness and disease. And you know death has a stench. It has a smell to it. But so does victory. And I smell victory in the house today. Turn to your neighbor and say, Oh, are you wearing that new fragrance called Ode to Victory? I think I smell victory on you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Well, some of you might be saying, Well, you, you just don't know what I'm facing. It looks impossible in the natural. But nothing is impossible with our God. Isn't that what the Bible says in Luke 1, 37? Again, the Amplified. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible for fulfillment. Hallelujah. If you've gotten a word from God... It's possible in Him. <laughs> no word from God's without power or impossible of fulfillment. And it might look like it can't happen in the natural. But I want to tell you this. Even though it looks like the odds may be stacked against you. Some of you may have been told that. Oh, the odds are stacked against you. You through Christ. Me through Christ. We can defy the odds you can use your faith and defy what medical science may have said is going on in your body you can defy what a family member may have said about you you can defy what your pocketbook looks like right now some of you young people are like pocketbook what in the world is that <laughs> some of you don't even know what a checkbook is okay you can defy what your apple pay account 
may say right now. <laughs> there are people that do amazing things just because of a strong willpower and they believe that they can. I think all of us have been inspired by the president of Ukraine and the Ukrainian people, how they're standing up against this giant called Russia. There are strong people. They're standing up and God is helping, helping them and we need to continue to surround them with our faith and love. But we're hearing reports of protection and provision. Thank God. People can defy the odds with just a natural fortitude and determination. Let me give you this illustration. I read this years ago. The resident psychologist of a major cancer clinic described the perspective that marked hope-filled cancer patients. This is what he said. They don't deny the diagnosis, but they do defy the verdict. They don't deny the diagnosis, but they do defy the verdict. And he went on to say that people with that kind of attitude recover more often and more quickly. If people with just a positive attitude can defy the verdict of cancer diagnosis, how much more? You and I, blood-bought, given the name of Jesus, given the word of God with the weapons and the warfare that we have, how much more can we defeat the diagnosis of the devil? We will be able to whip him every single time. Why? Because we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. I know you've been waiting for this scripture, so here it is. Romans 8, 37. But I want to read it out of the passion. I've been quoting it and dancing all around it, but we need to see it. Romans 8, 37 in the passion. Yet, you know, it's up there on the screen. Read it with me. Yet, even in the midst of all these things, we triumph over them all. For God has made us to be more than conquerors and has demonstrated love is our glorious victory. (coughs) You did good. Amen. We triumph over them all. So I was thinking about the word all. And I know some of you are, you know, real scholars. Well, guess what? The word all... In English, the word all in Hebrew, the word all in Greek, the word all in German, the word all in Spanish means all. (laughs) Hallelujah. So I looked it up actually in Thayer's dictionary and it says this, the word all, each, every, the whole, everyone, and everything. And that spoke to me. Everything and everyone. Everything and everyone. That means you and yours. Everything that pertains to your life. Everything. 
and that means everyone. I don't care if you just got born again 10 minutes ago. Everyone that's in the family of God has the right for everything to be taken care of. Everyone has the ability through Christ Jesus to be more than a conqueror over everything. Hallelujah! That made me happy. Now, how about the word over? Because that stood out to me as well. Well, I looked that up in the Spirit-filled Bible notes, and I know Brother George Nicolopoulos isn't here. His family's over there, so I'm probably going to say this wrong. Just smile at me. But the word over said more than conquerors. It is more than conquerors. And in the Greek, it is hooperniko. Oh, something like that. Hooperniko. How do you say that? They're over there, lovely Greek person. She doesn't want to say. All right, so I must have said it right. Hooperniko. And remember, I, and I got the little O, because that's an Oklahoma accent for Greek. Speaking Greek and Oki. Anyhow, <laughs> it's from the word hooper, which means over and above, and nikio, which means to conquer. Now listen to this. <laughs> the word describes one who is super victorious, who wins more than an ordinary victory, but who is empowering in achieving abundant victory. This is not the language of conceit. Now, I love this, but of confidence. Christ's love conquered death. And because of his love, we are hoopernikio. <laughs> because I even attempted to say that that deserves a hoop and a holler Woo! <laughs> I am hoopernikio glory to God <laughs> I am more than a conqueror I think it deserves a hoop and a holler Woo! Woo! <laughs> praise the Lord We are victorious. We are more than conquerors. We are overcomers in this life. Now I've got one last wonderful scripture I want to share with you. I realize that many have been, perhaps some are currently, in a difficult season. And this verse is for you. And I believe it won't cause you to have a hoop and a holler. Okay? James 1 Verse 2 through 4, out of the Passion. My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, It stirs up power within you to endure all things. The next verse. And then as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being 
until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. Woo! Hoop and holler. Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. Did you get that today? Even though it seems like you're facing nothing but difficulties in Him, we're growing. Hallelujah. Our faith is getting even stronger. And ha ha ha. And la mondre basata. And we're reaching that stage where there's complete restoration. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Woo-hoo-hoo. Nothing lacking in any single area of our life. Does anybody take that today? <laughs> Nothing missing. Nothing lacking. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm coming out of this situation on top. I'm not coming out with this on top of me. I'm coming out over it. Hallelujah. <laughs> I am an overcomer in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. So don't look at the situation. Don't look at the symptoms in your body and and begin to declare, there's no way out. Oh, this is impossible. No, 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 no. Don't say those words, but begin to speak my word. Begin. You are my healer. Oh, Jesus, you are my victor. You always cause me to triumph. Hallelujah. (laughs) Nothing missing. Nothing lacking. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, I know that there are people in here. I know things in the natural, but you know more. This is by the Spirit. I know that there are people that you have been in a, in a time of battle. Maybe it's physically. Maybe it's concerning a loved one. Maybe it's financial. But some of you are suffering from battle fatigue. But today, we as your church family, we want to come alongside you and we want to offer our support and our supply. So I want to ask you to take boldness. But you know, as I was praying yesterday, this just came up in my heart to just ask people that are stand, standing. You go ahead and stand. If you're facing some difficulties right now in any area of your life, you go ahead and stand to your feet. And the Lord said this to me yesterday. He said, you tell them as they stand up in the natural, that is a sign that they are standing up on the inside. They're taking a stand of faith. And they're saying, this is not going to overcome me in the name of Jesus. I am overcoming this situation by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony today. Hallelujah. I'm standing up. And I am declaring that my God always causes me to triumph. So we're going to pray right now over these people. And if you're a family member or a dear friend that, you know, they're comfortable with you going ahead and putting your hand on their shoulder, then you do so right now. 
Go ahead. Hallelujah. If not, everybody to stretch your hands towards someone. Father... <clears throat> In the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word that we have heard today. It is your word. And you have caused us to overcome in every single situation. And right now, I take authority over sickness and disease. <clears throat> I take authority over mental torment. I take authority over depression. I take authority over any attack of the enemy in the area of their finances, any attacks against families trying to bring division and brokenness in homes. We take authority over that. As a church family, we surround our friends and our family right now. And we dabaka sombra kati pasombra kata ita moshondra kipasombra taha and we padambra sata and we are declared breakthroughs 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 in relationships breakthroughs in finances we are declaring strength health and healing to these physical bodies in the mighty name of Jesus. Now let's just pray in the spirit for a few moments. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> for victory. 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 Everybody begin to declare victory. Victory. Everybody now, everyone stand up and let's declare it. <coughs> well, the devil is a liar. He didn't want me to get this message out, but I did anyway. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we thank you, Lord, for victory in the house. Now, this is something else that I saw yesterday. And we're all going to do this together. Just to kind of seal the deal on this message. I wrote down this confession. I heard a, a pastor share some of it. I added to it. And they're going to put it up on the screen. Pastor Tom, can you lead them in this confession when it gets up there on the screen? Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, let's say it with strength. I am an overcomer. Come on, say it. I am an overcomer. I will fight the good fight of faith. And I will win. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He always causes me to triumph in every situation and circumstance. Hallelujah. 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 There's Let's more. read that last line. Yeah. Is there more? Yeah. yeah, okay. In all these things, I am more than a conqueror. If God be for me, who can be against Hallelujah. me? Hallelujah. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even my faith. I cannot be defeated. And I will not. Come on, quick. Come on. 